Welcome to Hogue MD, a new medical podcast by physicians for physicians. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Hogue MD, where we'll dive into the background of the talented physicians practicing right here in Southern California and discuss the clinical work being led at Hogue. Our guest today is Anusha Wijayakuma, who is a wellness coach providing service at Hogue for her Center for Wellness. She is the wellness consultant for the Women's Health Institute, leading on meditation and mindfulness for our breast and ovarian cancer care and prevention programs and maternal mental health. She is a published spiritual writer and motivational speaker. She's a professor at San Diego State University, where she teaches at the Weber Honors College on the intersection of wellness and social justice. She is also knowledgeable in the areas of meditation, mantra, pranayama, breath work, and the philosophy associated with yoga. Anusha has over 15 years of senior management experience working for Fortune 50 global corporations, not-for-profit charitable organizations, and private companies in three continents. She holds a BA, MA, Diploma in Mentoring, Certified Professional Coach Qualification, is a registered yoga teacher, E-R-Y-T, with a meditation practitioner. Anusha, welcome to the uh, podcast today. It is a pleasure to have you with me. Thank you so much for that wonderful and kind introduction. Delighted to be here with you all. Oh, good. Well, we can't wait to learn from you. Anusha will talk to us about how mindfulness and meditation can transform your overall health. She'll be sharing some quick and accessible mindfulness practices and give us tips on how you can just start to make this part of your everyday routine since it is so critical to do. Well, let's get started. We live in a time where burnout is extremely prevalent. Can you talk to us about burnout and how it can negatively impact patient care. We're seeing so much burnout, you know, post-pandemic, especially in healthcare with physicians, with nurses, with other healthcare providers. And I think the first step, I mean, we're not going to solve this overnight. We're not going to solve this in this podcast, but I can certainly offer a perspective and hopefully a nuanced perspective. And I think part of the issue with burnout is we're not acknowledging how traumatic the past few years have been for frontline healthcare workers. And I'm a frontline healthcare worker myself. And I've changed. I was just thinking about this today. Who I was in March 2020 is not who I am today. And it's not that, that it's good and it's not that it's bad. It's just that this was a time of tremendous change in healthcare and beyond. So the first step to me, if we're thinking about mindfulness, is to acknowledge that. Mm. The second step is to give ourselves some credit. We survived, right? Pat yourself on the back, especially to all the healthcare workers that may be tuning into this podcast today. I'm so proud of you. I'm so grateful. And I'm so grateful to all of our physicians and nurses because it was a very difficult time. And so often we don't give ourselves license to look back with gratitude and with some level of accomplishment too. And that's a central component of mindfulness. And the third step is to offer ourselves love, compassion, and non-judgment. And that's something that we certainly don't do enough of in our society with this constant to-do list and the fast-paced environments that we live in, especially with healthcare workers. And so some of those things can not magically make burnout disappear, but certainly help to alleviate some of that trauma that we're all still carrying from the past few years. It makes sense. And so so when it comes to patient care, I mean, you know, if you're burnout, I'm sure you're not able to give 
as much of yourself to friends, family, and probably to patients as well at times. Yeah. And I really have had to practice what I preach and what I wrote about in my own book, Meditation with Intention, because I was burned out over the past years. Then I was having to show up and we're dealing with patients who are incredibly stressed, newly diagnosed breast cancer, ovarian cancer, severe maternal mental health issues. And we have to show up, right? Irrespective of how we're doing, what's going on in our own personal life. And I'll say this, without my daily meditation and mindfulness practice, I would have been that person, you know, they catch those people on, you you know, film, like <laughs> woman loses it in car park, you know, green juice goes flying. It's like the straw that breaks the camel's back. And I will say this, the straw that will break the camel's back for me is people not returning their supermarket carts. <laughs> That'll be it for me. That's trick Meditation for teacher <laughs> loses it. Yes, it is. And that's a conversation for another time. So I think Part of why meditation and mindfulness is so impactful and so helpful is it enables us to deal with our own suffering, deal with our own trauma, deal with our own stress and pain, and still be able to effectively show up for others. Mm -hmm. And that's at the forefront of patient care. And I'll say this, I've worked with Hogue physicians and nurses. They do an exemplary job of this. But that doesn't mean that there isn't struggle and suffering attached to that that goes Unacknowledged. And it sounds like for most people, there's probably some room to add some mindfulness or meditation into their daily lives. What kinds, what can be the positive effects of mindfulness and meditation on stress and, and burnout? So for busy people, because what I so often hear from healthcare workers is we don't have time. You know, we're on shift work, we're in the ER, we are in surgery, we simply don't have time. So what I advise anybody listening is just to think about simplistic mindfulness practices that you can do anywhere at any time. So one of my favorites is the portable mindfulness check-in. You can do that three times a day for 60 seconds or longer. You don't need to be sitting or, or, you know, eyes closed or anything like that. It's simply drawing your attention and your awareness to your breath, acknowledging what is present in your mind, and then drawing that awareness throughout the entire physical body. So that can be done 60 seconds, three times a day. What I strongly recommend, though, especially for healthcare frontline physicians, nurses, etc., is a daily five-minute meditation practice. And I know you're busy, but you have the doctor's rooms and offices. You have the nurses' lounges. You even have your car. And I will say this, my car in the Hogue car park during the pandemic was where I practiced because I have a four-year-old, I have a dog, people were home more, the house wasn't comforting and and quiet. The car in the Hogue car parks was where I would do my five-minute meditation. Be careful, you're going to have a bunch of physicians (laughs) showing up outside of your vehicle at lunchtime. At lunchtime. Yeah. And I would just find a quiet spot in the car park and I would do my practice and I would do it before I had to arrive at work because after work, we're then pulled in all those different competing responsibilities that we have aside from work. So show up to work five minutes early. If your office isn't quiet, if the lounge isn't quiet, just do it in your car. And I strongly recommend guided meditations. Uh, We can share some resources because it takes the effort uh, out of the practice, right? So for five minutes, you click play, the meditation's playing and then in five minutes you're done and you can go about with your day. 
Well, that's a good segue to my next question, which, which is just about what kind of programs and resources does Hogue offer to help prevent burnout besides meeting you at your car lunch? <laughs> <laughs> so we have the center, the Hogue for Her Center for Wellness, which sees all genders and they have massage, acupuncture, Reiki, Pilates, yoga, meditation, mindfulness, and we have a location in Newport Beach just off Superior and another location in Irvine just off Sand Canyon. And I know that we're going to share the link, the direct link to our website. Yes, exactly. And so there's a web, I'm sure that a website you can just go to and and check out the schedule. Yep, exactly. And just build it into your routine. Yeah. And I think even more important than that, I think that's wonderful. Please visit our centers for wellness, but just you as an individual beginning to practice meditation and mindfulness will probably be the most helpful thing that you can do. And I see this in the evidence-based medicine and clinical research that I do at Hogue with Dr. Heather McDonald with newly diagnosed breast cancer patients. We see the benefits and the efficacy of five minutes of meditation a day. Tell me more about that. Uh, tell me about what you're studying and what kind of results you're seeing. So we've been blown away. We're firstly so grateful to the Hogue Foundation through philanthropic support. We were able to do this feasibility study and we began this study pre-pandemic and then the pandemic hit and we had no idea the impact of the pandemic on our breast cancer patients who were newly diagnosed yet were often unable to have partners, family, friends come with them to their appointments. We're not able to have people in the OR or, you know, meeting them before and after surgery in the hospital itself. So what we found is this program, which is a twice daily five minute meditation practice for 12 weeks, helped them through what would have been an even more of an anxiety inducing, isolating experience. And pretty much every single patient that we consented and inducted and completed our program saw the benefits of meditation and continues to want to meditate with regularity, which is a wonderful goal. Do you find, or I guess you and they, have you heard that once you start to do it and start to incorporate it into your routine over a period of time, that it then becomes kind of like second nature, like you get up in the morning, take a shower, but they also have that five minutes that they know is built into to meditate? 100%. And I'll speak from my own experience. So I've had a long-term meditation practice. And I can tell you that if I miss my morning meditation, I am immediately much more reaction. I'm not the Dalai Lama. I'm immediately much more reactionary. And I notice it, which is why I don't miss the morning meditation. And so I wake up earlier. I have a four-year-old son. I wake up before he does. I get my meditation, my mantra, my pranayama and breathwork practice in because it truly sets me up for the day ahead. Now, you don't have to do all of those things. You can just simply be doing a five-minute meditation. But I can guarantee it, even though I don't offer guarantees, but I pretty much can guarantee this. If everybody that's listening begins a five-minute meditation practice today and goes for seven days you will see a difference in seven days. And I'm not saying that it's going to be life transformative in seven days. It, I mean, it might be, but you will begin to see and feel those subtle differences, which is why people with a long-term meditation practice, I will never give up meditation until I die because I know I need it. It makes me a better human and makes me more able to not just survive, but thrive right? But are we actually enjoying our lives, right? Are we living joyous, fulfilled lives? And let's be honest, oftentimes we're not. 
So what can we do to shift that paradigm, right, and bring more joy and bring more peace into our own minds and our own hearts, which will have a deep impact, not just on ourselves, but our patients and wider community and society. Well, you've said that five-minute meditation is key. So for anybody listening right now that wants to try that, can you offer a piece of advice about how they even just begin to do that? Find a quiet space. What, What would you recommend? Ideally, a quiet space. And like I mentioned, a quiet space could be your car. And people don't often think about that. I love meditating in my car. There's no distractions. There's nobody else there. It's quiet. It's contained. It's warm. So I would suggest finding a quiet space if that isn't in your house, perhaps your car or maybe your office at work or wherever. And I would also suggest a guided meditation. Uh, And guided meditations are helpful because they work. Another aspect could be to count your inhales and count your exhales. So perhaps you're counting your inhalation for three and counting your exhalation for five. What is also very popular is to potentially, you know, repeat an intention. So when I'm guiding a meditation, I would cue you all, inhale for three, exhale for five, if that's uh, accessible to you. And then you could repeat, I am at peace on the inhale, all is well in my world on the exhale. So that's a practice that you could begin doing today. I love it. It's an affirmation and a meditation. It's all in one. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Affirmations and intentions really help with the neuroplasticity of our brain as well. So what we're doing with affirmations and intentions is beginning to reprogram and rewire our minds. Think of the brain and mind as one interlinked system. So often, because of evolution, all of our brains are tiered towards what we call a habitual internal negativity bias, right? So the average person has over 60,000 thoughts a day. A lot of those are repetitive and a lot of those are negative. So positive intentions, positive affirmations can help to transform that landscape of our minds. I think this is a really great starting point for anybody who hasn't, who's maybe felt a little intimidated to try this. You make it sound so easy. Can't wait to try it myself. Thank you very much, Anusha, for sharing your insights with us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. This has been a joy. Wonderful. Well, you know, if, you, if you'd like to learn some more about the resources available to you as a Hogue physician, you can just click the link below. And that'll do it for this episode of Hogue MD. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you for listening to Hogue MD. If you haven't already, please remember to like, comment, and review. And subscribe to catch all our future episodes.